So spoiled kids are extremely annoying. They're super entitled. And today, a spoiled kid just starts getting away with so much and just is so annoying that he actually makes the teacher who's been teaching for like 15 years quit their job. Yeah, this is a pretty crazy one, so buckle up, subscribe if you're new to the channel and enjoy story videos, and let's just jump right on into it. So we're gonna call the subscriber who submitted the today's story, Luke. So anyways, in Luke's class, there was a kid who we're just gonna call the spoiled kid, and they had a pretty major assessment that was coming up. So the teacher decides to put Luke and all the other classmates, including the spoiled kid, into small groups to review. So basically, they've had an entire week to study for this test, it's like one of the major tests that will have a pretty big impact on the grade. So they're put into small groups to kind of just go over material, just kind of like go over stuff that they need to do. And so they're in the small groups and Luke happens to be put into a group with the spoiled kid. And the spoiled kid almost immediately starts, I don't know if it's bragging or just, I, I don't know what this is. I think it's bragging, but I'm not sure. He starts telling everyone in a bragging tone that he has not studied at all. So all the kids, including Luke, look at him a little bit uh, confused and also a little bit concerned. Because this wasn't some easy class that you could kind of figure out. I think this was like biology or something. It's one of those classes where it is really memorization based. And in maybe some, I don't know, other types of classes, you can kind of wing it. However, in memorization like heavy classes, it's a lot harder to wing, wing it because it's less about common sense and more about information recall, which you can't really wing information recall unless you're literally attached to the internet through like Elon Musk's Neuralink or whatever, right? So uh, yeah, the kids in Luke's group with the spoiled kid kind of looked at the spoiled kid with this look of concern, it, like genuinely just concerned about him because they're like, bro, how are you actually going to make it through this exam? Because like Luke and all the other kids in the class had actually been studying for this for a while. Because I think this was actually an AP class. I think this was AP high school biology, which is known for being a very difficult class. I mean, different classes, different schools can teach it at different levels of difficulty, but it is overall a very difficult class. So Luke pipes up and says, bro, like, you should probably start studying, like, for your own good and your own, like, success. You should really consider, like, studying, bro. Like, you really should consider studying. And the spoiled kid looks at them and says, no. Not have I only not studied, but I don't plan to study at all. And guess what, guys? I'm gonna get an A, and I guarantee it. So all of them look at the kid like he's completely delusional, which I mean he is a little bit, but also he knows a thing that they don't know. His daddy's a big shot freaking lawyer, bro. Yeah, so basically the spoiled kid had a father who was a lawyer and was like one of the most successful lawyers in like their state. Like, he was always, like, representing private... He was doing all these things, right? And he also ended up owning his own law firm. Like, he was very powerful, very successful. And here's the thing. There are children of successful people, and sometimes they turn out to be, you know, really great-driven individuals who are humble and grounded, and they just happen to have more resources at their disposal. So sometimes they use that just to, you know, to elevate themselves and to be able to do even more. However... Other kids sometimes will let the kind of like the resources and power that, you know, their parents and family have go to their heads as if they were the ones who rightfully earned it, right? As if they didn't just luckily spawn into existence into the right family, dude. 
Yeah, so this sort of entitlement definitely followed around Luke, and unfortunately, Luke's parent, not Luke, sorry, the spoiled kid, and unfortunately, the spoiled kid's parents completely encouraged this type of behavior. They would, you know, whenever the spoiled kid would have a tantrum, they would basically back him up. So because of that, he was super inflated, like inflated ego, inflated confidence, inflated just like everything like that. So this spoiled kid was basically bragging about how the fact that he hasn't studied and he doesn't need to study. The thing is, though, Luke and everyone else in the group with the spoiled kid, they don't realize that the spoiled kid is going to pull the daddy is a lawyer card. They just think that this kid's going to freaking fail. So they keep trying to tell him, dude, like, this is really hard. Like, we've been studying for even more than a week. Like, we've been preparing for this even before we knew that we had a test. Because they were told about that they were going to have a test in a week, but it was kind of clear what the material was going to be on because or what the test was going to have on it because it was it followed this very sequential uh a very sequential order of everything right so a lot of them including luke had actually just been reviewing after every single class because not only this they wanted to do on the ap test too and so it makes a lot of sense to review as you go along not even just for tests it'll make studying for the ap a lot easier have you guys ever taken an ap class in high school if you have let me know down below I took a few, but uh, anyways, right, so Luke is looking at this kid in this kind of, like, feeling of, like, oh, jeez, bro, bro's actually gloating about failing. Yeah, so little did he know that the spoiled kid had a trick up his sleeve. So anyways, after the spoiled kid brags about not studying and not planning on studying, but thinking that he was going to do super well, everyone in the group just assumed that, okay, we tried to warn this kid that this is a hard exam, he's not heeding our warning, so, like, at the end of the day, what can we actually do? Like, what can we actually do about it? The answer is probably nothing. So they decide that they're gonna go ahead and continue on doing what they're supposed to be doing in the first place, which is studying for the big exam. So yeah, sure enough, they, they study for the rest of the period and the spoiled kid just completely goes on his phone, not even paying attention. So in other stories, like uh, the schools have been stricter about going on your phone. However, this school, it's kind of less enforced. It like, there is a rule against blatantly going on your phone in class, or at least teachers are given the ability to enforce the rule really strictly. However, this teacher really did kind of abide by the, if you want to learn, you'll learn. If you want to like goof off or whatever, you can goof off. Especially since this is an AP test, it's like the teacher probably is thinking, if you don't want to study for the AP test that you're paying for and need for college, I mean, go for it. Like if you want to do all the studying on your own or like not pay attention to my class, like I'm not going to like force you to. So the spoiled kid was literally just on his phone the entire time while everyone else was preparing for the exam. So finally, the next day, Friday comes in and it is the first exam. It's really difficult, or at least that's what Tom says. And even the people who put in a lot of effort, including himself, and studied, it would, they did pretty tough. Like, it was really hard. And by, like, the, the average was like a B minus, which a B minus is not a bad grade, but it's definitely, like, on, I'd say average grades for a lot of things are, like, Bs, high Bs, not really As, not really Cs, unless you're in, like, a college physics class or something. Hey, guys, the average is a 24%. Congratulations, you all did amazing. It's not like that. This is still high school. However, let me just say that the spoiled kid was the very lowest score. So basically, the teacher goes on the board before handing out the test and says, all right, guys, so before I hand back the test, I kind of just want to show you how this, like, scatters out. I know some teachers who do this, and it's always kind of interesting, but also a little, a little humiliating if you learn that you actually did the worst. 
So he says, all right. So he goes on the board and he says, the high on this test was a 90 um, and the lowest score was a 12. And he said, and then he kind of like drew a kind of like, you know, one of those like bell curves, but he didn't do it like a standard distribution. He kind of like had the curve go way up around the 70 to 80 range. He said, okay, the majority of the test scores were in the 70 to 80 range. We had a few in the 50s, few in the 60s, majority in the 70s, and a few and a lot in the low 80s. And 190, which was not 190, but 190%, he says that was the highest. So the teacher then goes ahead and walks around handing out the tests. And as soon as the spoiled kid gets his test, he looks at it, but he doesn't have a look of like shock. Like sometimes when spoiled kids are really arrogant and think that they'll just be a genius and be able to pass their test because of their sheer genius ability and epic mind because they were always told by their parents that they were geniuses. No, no, no. So not in this case. The spoiled kid in this case knew that he wasn't going to do well. So instead of having a shocked reaction, he looks at it and simply very calmly raises his hand. So the teacher expecting like a little bit of commenting from the kid who got an 11%, right? Uh, but didn't really expect the commentary to come as a class question. The teacher kind of expected a spoiled kid to ask to meet with him after class or during a free period, and they'd go over the test together and how the spoiled kid can salvage his grade in this class. However, it looks like the spoiled kid wanted to get attention for this in front of the entire class, so, you know, the teacher's like, however, you know, whatever, right? So the teacher looks at him and says, yes, spoiled kid, what is it? So the spoiled kid looks at him and says, you know, we're going to call him Mr. Davenport. Some of you guys have been asking, why is every teacher name Mr. or Mrs. Davenport? I used the name once and then similar to me using Ben as the secondary character. I'm just not creative and I like routine, so I've just been using it every time. So we're going to call the teacher Mr. Davenport. And Mr. Davenport looks at the spoiled kid and is like, yes. And the student, the spoiled kid, stands up and looks at Mr. Davenport and says this in a forceful yet calm manner. This spoiled kid is a lot more, uh, I don't know, uh, it, I don't want to say competent, but a lot more confident and a lot more tactical when he like, goes about being a spoiled brat. He looks at this teacher and says, if you do not change my grade to an A, I will sue you and the school. So the entire class was like not quiet, not, not, not like speaking super loud, you know, they weren't all talking, but what the, the, the light hum of kind of like a little bit of talking, a little bit of movement that was present before this kid said that cuts out immediately and it is dead, empty silence. So everyone is just kind of like, oh, damn, did this kid actually just say that, bro? So yeah, um, the teacher has a very, Mr. Davenport has a very stunned look on his face because I don't know about you, but if I was a teacher and some kid very calmly stood up and said, hey, I, if you don't change my grade from a fail to an A, I'm gonna, uh, I don't know, sue you and the entire school. Yeah. So the teacher kind of like laughs a little bit because genuinely, how do you react in a situation like this? And is this like, uh, <laughs> come again? So the spoiled kid looks at him and says, yeah, I think you heard me the first time, but if you don't change my grade from an 11% to a 90%, basically from a fail to an A, I'm not only going to sue you, but I'm going to sue the entire school, and this school will come crumbling down. So at this point, this is when the subscriber, Luke, realized that the spoiled kid did have no intention of studying, 
but he didn't have any intention on doing well in the test from like the first time around, the spoiled kid had no intention of studying because he was going to basically threaten his way to an A. Look, there's a lot of strategies of doing well in high school. I do not suggest this one, guys. I mean, I don't know how many of you guys could pull this off. I know I certainly couldn't, but I really don't suggest this. Yeah, so uh, sure enough, um, Luke and everyone else in the class, they're just like, oh my God, like, what did this kid just say? And, you know, the teacher's looking at the spoiled kid. And the teacher, like the smart, the, kind of like the smirk, laugh, smile the teacher had on his face, that wasn't really because he thought it was funny, but just because he was completely taken off guard slowly dissipates as he realizes that the spoiled kid did just say what he thought he said and also said it with completely seriously. So the teacher kind of makes his tone serious as well and says, you know, I will not take such threats in my class. Like, you're going to sit down and nothing's about your grade is going to change. Like, you didn't put in the work, you performed poorly, and because of that, you threatened to sue me. Like, that's insulting. Like, just sit down. I'm not hearing anything else from you for the rest of class. So the class is, like, super silent as this kid sits down, as this is pretty crazy. Like, this is like, whoa, because this teacher was pretty chill. I mean, I don't know. He he wasn't like, I'm going to be your best friend, but you kind of don't want your teacher to be your best friend. You don't want them to be so ridiculously out of touch that they, like, I, I, I don't know, like, that they can't actually, like, relate or they make things really hard not realizing because they're just so out of touch. But you also don't want your teacher to be your best friend because, you know, they're also they're supposed to be have a figure of authority over you. They're supposed to be your teacher, not your friend. However, while this guy was very chill, they've never seen him lash out at anyone. So it was pretty uncomfortable for them to see this, even though it totally, even though everyone agreed this was a totally justified response because I don't know about you, but if I was a teacher and some kid threatened to sue me, I don't think I would just be like, oh, okay, that's fine. That's a totally normal thing that normal people say. I think I would recognize how insane of a thing that just, that was said just was. Like, I think I would, I, I don't know. I think I'd be upset as well. I don't know if you guys agree or disagree. You can let me know in the comments if you'd like. So here's the thing. Luke and everyone else in the class kind of assumed that the spoiled kid was pulling a massive bluff. They kind of assumed that the spoiled kid did not actually believe that he was going to be able to sue the school or that anything like that, or even try. So ever, some people, not Luke, but Luke learned a little bit later on, but other people knew that the spoiled kid came from a really powerful lawyer-type family that owned a law firm, and his dad was specifically one of the top lawyers, whatever, in the state. But at the same time, they were just like, no way that his dad is actually going to go along with it. Like, even if the spoiled kid, right, the spoiled kid might say, I'm going to sue you. But at the end of the day, the spoiled kid is not going to sue the teacher nor the school. It would really be the parents who own the law firm or sue them individually. Who even knows, right? And no one in the class thought that the parents would actually stoop that low. However, this is where they were wrong. Because, yeah, um, let's just say that the spoiled kid threatening to sue was not the most ridiculous thing. Sue. Sue is the secret word of the day. So if you made it this far into the video, comment Sue, which is S-U-E, uh, in down below in the comment section. I'd love to see how many people made it this far into the video. And while you're down in the comment section, uh, make sure to check the pinned comment. In the pinned comment is a link to my Spotify account. 
in which I have all these story times uploaded on Spotify. So if you want to just listen to them as a podcast and help me out as well, go ahead and do that. And also in the pinned comment, final thing is there are two channels, one which I post meme kind of type videos, and the other one are story times, but they're specifically Reddit story time videos. If you can go ahead and subscribe to both those channels and perhaps watch those videos, it would help them out a lot as they're a lot smaller and your, your viewership goes a long, long way, especially when I'm when, whenever you're trying to start a new channel. So anyways, let's get back into it. So sure enough, um, basically what happens is the spoiled kid, his family gets in contact with the school. Yeah, so basically his family gets in contact with the school and they, uh, I don't know exactly how they do it. I don't know exactly what they say. They don't, okay, there's no way that they actually say, hey, you're st like my son failed an exam because he's an idiot, but because we have money, we're gonna and threaten to sue you unless you change it back. They basically said probably something along the lines of some kind of BS like emotional damage, unfair, something something, um, a bunch of other stuff, legal jargon, basically saying that we're gonna drag you through the mud because we have the money and resources too, but we'll totally let this go if you uh, make things right with our son. Correct his emotional damage by forcing an A in the class, right? So the thing is, the teacher, this is literally the worst news ever, and it is delivered to the teacher in the worst way possible. So the next day in class, everyone's sitting there, Spoiled Kid is sitting there, you know. Spoiled Kid's pretty confident, even though at this point I don't think he even knows that he is going to win this. Yeah, guys, the Spoiled Kid actually wins for once, which is terrible, I know. And so the teacher is in midway through teaching something about biology. Uh, I'm not sure what he's teaching. I, I took biology such a long time ago, man. I think it was a good class. But uh, anyways, one of the faculty slash staff members walk into the room. They say, hey, Mr. Davenport, um, can I just talk to you for a second? And Mr. Davenport's like, okay. Mr. Davenport walks outside, has a conversation. So the thing is, um, the, subscriber, the subscriber, Luke, doesn't 100% sure know that this was a conversation exactly when Mr. Davenport learned the truth, or not the truth, but what he had to do. But uh, either way, he eventually learns. However, when Mr. Davenport walks back into the classroom, he is very clearly a little bit shaken up and also quite a bit angry slash upset because either he was just told or, I don't know, maybe he was informed that he really had to. He thought it was a joke. But basically, he had to change the spoiled kid's grade from an 11% to a 100% from a fail to an A plus or an A, however you want to go about it, simply because the school genuinely just saw that, that this family would drag them through the mud and burn them through all their resources for a case that wouldn't even amount to anything. If the, and the only thing they had to do was basically change this kid's grade back. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. I'm not going to lie. And the teacher, Mr. Davenport, also thought it was pretty messed up. Yeah, so Mr. Davenport was just super weird for the rest of the day, probably because he learned that he needed to basically give someone a fake grade, something that they didn't earn after threatening, which is after doing something insane, basically awarding their worst behavior ever and also giving someone a grade that they didn't deserve, all because the school was scared of this family, right? So the next day in class, the spoiled kid walked in 15 minutes late. And Mr. Davenport, while being pretty chill, was not a fan of, like, not showing up on time. He didn't care if you were a minute late. 
I mean, maybe if you're like three minutes late every single day, no matter what, like you'd be like, dude, just like leave, like walk a little faster. Maybe don't take the same. I, I, I don't know. He would like figure it out. Or if there's a genuine reason, I don't think he'd care. But this, he didn't like kids when they were late, right? He, he'd always give them a hard time. So the spoiled kid shows up 15 minutes late. And the reason why the spoiled kid showed up so late was not because, I don't know, he got out of class late or even because like a genuine reason. The reason was, was because the spoiled kid learned from his parents that the school had instructed Mr. Davenport to change his 11% to 100% and that he was going to have to go through with it. So at this point, the spoiled kid basically learns that he won and that Mr. Davenport will be forced to do whatever he says practically. So the spoiled kid walks in 15 minutes late. Mr. Davenport turns to him and says, why are you 15 minutes late? The spoiled kid says, eh, I didn't feel like coming here on time. I came, I, I come on my own schedule. And Mr. Davenport's like, like, no, that'll be deducted from your grade. Like, you gotta be like showing up on time. You can't be like showing up 15 minutes late. And the spoiled kid's like, I don't know, Mr. Davenport. I kind of think I can do whatever I want. So yeah, he sits down and Mr. Davenport is very, very obviously very angry and steaming. However, he also seems a little reserved, a little bit held back. And Luke has no idea that the school has told Mr. Davenport that he needs to change his grade. So at this point, Luke is like massively confused because he's like, wait a minute, this kid just blatantly disrespected Mr. Davenport. And he looks and sounds extremely angry, but he didn't pursue this. This makes literally no sense. So Mr. Davenport just starts teaching, tries to get through it. And that's when the spoiled kid basically just keeps taunting him. Spoiled kid raises his hand because Mr. Davenport asks a question. The spoiled kid raises his hand and says, doesn't really matter for me, might matter for those guys. I don't know the answer and I don't really care. And everyone in the class is just so confused by this answer. They turn around and they look at him. They're just like, what? And then after turning around and looking at the spoiled kid, they immediately turn to Mr. Davenport because they're like, oh my God, Mr. Davenport's going to chew him out again. Like some of them are rooting on for Mr. Davenport to just rip him a new one because they're like, this kid is literally the worst. He sucks. And I really like seeing a spoiled kid getting owned by their teacher, right? However... Mr. Davenport looked at him, and Mr. Davenport gave a long, cold stare, but he didn't say anything. And Luke was so, so confused. Luke was going to learn the truth in a couple of minutes. Stick around, as Mr. Davenport does kind of blow up on him in class. It's very entertaining. But anyways, Luke is just really confused at this point. He doesn't know what's going on, and he's like, what? Like, why is he putting up with this? So finally, the spoiled kid, after Mr. Davenport goes back to teaching again, the spoiled kid basically breaks the last straw. It's the last straw that broke the camel's back at this point. So the spoiled kid just starts playing a video on his computer. So kids weren't even really supposed to have their computers out, but you know, for some classes, you bring a computer in, and for other classes, the teacher would be like, hey, can you not have your computers out? And biology was one of the classes where the teacher asked very nicely, like, don't have your computer out. We don't have any need for it. And I know it's just going to be a distraction because let's be real, guys. 
If you have your computer out in class, if you're not playing Jump or the Dinosaur Jump game or Slither.io, or if you're not just like doing stuff on it, bro, what are you doing on that computer? I, I guarantee you, bro, I, have, I sometimes sit in the back and I see I have, I have a full perspective of everyone's computers. No one is doing what they're supposed to be doing, which in most cases is just paying attention. They're not paying attention, bro. If I'm a teacher, those computers are shut because I know for a fact no one's paying attention to me if their computers are open. That's kind of how it goes. But the spoiled kid not only takes out his computer, but he starts really loudly watching a movie. Like you hear the 21st Century Fox thing, like the dun da 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 like very loudly. It's very clearly a movie. So the whole class turns around again and sees the spoiled kid put his feet up on his desk, recline back, and literally opens up his backpack and pulls out a thing of popcorn. Yeah, the spoiled kid was planning his moves to be as disrespectful as possible. He literally popped popcorn in advance just so that he could be disrespectful to Mr. Davenport. Yeah, I'm not even kidding here. So at this point, Mr. Davenport stops what he's doing and he asks nicely, like, spoiled kid, could you please not play a movie in class? And once again, Luke and everyone else in the class is like, huh? Like, why is Mr. Davenport not going in? Like, he would go in on anyone else, and some of the kids were probably getting a little bit mad. Like, what is the special treatment of such a jerk of a kid, right? And the kid's like, nah, I don't think so. And he literally just continues to watch, and he pops more popcorn. And that's when Mr. Davenport just freezes. He doesn't say anything for literally 60 seconds. I think Ms. Davenport, Mr. Davenport was having just, like, was really thinking, and what I'm about to do, is it really worth it? And eventually, Mr. Davenport came to the conclusion, yes, what I'm about to say is worth it. So Mr. Davenport takes his, like, go, walks over to his desk, has all these papers on it, and literally swipes all the papers off angrily and forcefully. Papers go flying, and as he does it, he says, I'm done. And the whole class is like, oh, my God. He's like, that's it. I quit. Mr. Davenport has been a teacher for over 10 years. And one thing that the kids don't know about Mr. Davenport is that he isn't like a lot of teachers. A lot of teachers, they need their jobs, um, or not they need the jobs, but they don't get paid a lot as teachers, right? Unfortunately, one of the most important professions gets paid somewhat near the least, especially when you compare it to how important it is, right? So the thing is, um, Mr. Davenport was not like most teachers. Mr. Davenport wasn't originally a teacher. He actually made a lot of money being like a stock guy before he was at, in hedge funds and stuff like that. However, he made enough money and then wanted to pursue something that he felt was more meaningful and where it didn't really matter how much he got paid. And that happened to be, you know, that happened to be teaching. So Mr. Davenport was actually like a multi-multi-millionaire, right? And he happened to work with the spoiled kid's dad. So he knows all about it, right? So Mr. Davenport, at this point, is really just teaching for fun. However, this, like, this recent thing that happened, which having to give a kid a false grade and letting him boss him around was a little bit too much. And Mr. Davenport decided that it wasn't worth it. So the whole class is completely silent because Mr. Davenport just like slammed all the papers off his desk and screamed that he quit, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, so uh, that's when Mr. Davenport decides to go in on the spoil kid. So the spoil kid kind of like, kind of straightens up his back, takes his feet off of his desk, and pauses the movie, because he's, Mr. Davenport has gotten his attention, to say the very least. So Mr. Davenport starts walking in on the spoiled kid. 
He's like, everyone, I want you to know something. This kid's family threatened to sue the school that if I, like, threatened to sue the school unless I change his grade from a pitiful 11% to 100%. And guess what? One of the faculty informed me that I needed to do this. And so everyone's like, oh my God. So everyone starts freaking out. They're like, oh my God, right? And the spoiled kid has a little sense of like arrogance and smirk or whatever. And that's when the, you know, the teacher goes in, Mr. Abport's like, spoiled kid, you're so confident. You're so full of yourself. It's like, do you really believe that you've done anything? And the spoiled kid is like, my family, dot, 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 whatever. But Mr. Davenport catches him off. He says, yeah, your family, not you. You've done nothing. You've achieved nothing. And everything in your life is not because of you. You've contributed nothing. You're a little leech who's bitten, digged his little fangs into the side of our society and sucked and sucked and sucked it dry. And the spoiled kid was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because spoiled kid had never been spoken to like that before. And the spoiled kid's like, I don't think who you know you're messing with. And the teacher screams back at him because remember, this teacher used to be a super successful, like, hedge fund, millionaire, whatever, and he's kept his identity pretty low-key. However, he's also still kept up in the world. The teacher screams back at him, I don't know who you think you're messing with. Spoiled kid did not know this, right? So the teacher goes on to say, class, I'm sorry. I cannot do this anymore. As much as, you know, I love teaching, the school is corrupt if they'd let something like this happen. The school is corrupt, the system is corrupt, and from this day on, I quit. And the teacher begins to pack up his stuff. And the spoiled kid has a little bit of a smile on his face because the spoiled kid believes that he's won. And that's when the teacher says, oh, spoiled kid, I, I-, I got to let you know something. D- just so you know, you didn't get away with this. You didn't get away with this. And the spoiled kid kind of speaks up like, spoiled kid's a little shaken up at this point because this is like a crazy turn of events, right? But the spoiled kid speaks up a little shakenly but a little bit more confidently than he would have been a couple, like a minute ago. He's like, how did I not win this? Like, I got my A and you quit. And the teacher's like, spoiled kid, do you think I've been a teacher for my entire life? And the spoiled kid's like, um, yeah. And he's like, no, there's some things you don't know about me. I never had to be a teacher in the first place. In fact, for like, and he's like, you know what? Might as well let it all go. I'm no longer a teacher after this point, so it doesn't matter. I, in fact, am a multi-millionaire. I used to live a completely different life, and I left it all, be- and I left my job behind to pursue teaching. I haven't needed to teach a single day, but I came in every single day to do so. And he looks at the spoiled kid, and he's like, you know what, also? You know what happened when I worked in the world of finance and business? I, I met a lot of people because we, we consulted with a lot of really big organizations. And some of these big organizations were schools. In fact, I've met with almost every board of a pension fund of every major college in the United States. And at this point, the spoiled kid's like, uh-oh. And the teacher's like, I just want to let you know something. I will individually reach out to them and let each and every one of the colleges know who you are, what you stand for, and what you've done. And I guarantee you, it doesn't matter what SAT score your parents pay for. It doesn't matter what extracurriculars that you make up. It doesn't matter what other fake grades you get from bullying other teachers. You will not get into any of those schools. And for once in your life, 
you will have, you will get into a school, you will get something that you actually deserve, my friend. And with that, <laughs> the teacher, dead, the class is dead silent right now, because this is like the most mic droppiest mic drop of all freaking time. And so he walks back, the teacher walks back, closes up his suitcase, clicks it, walks out the door. The kids are literally silent for the last 10 minutes of class.